hard to the finish, go hard and we winning is the heart of a villain, is the heart of a villain. From the start to the finish, go hard and we winning is the heart of a villain, is the heart of a villain. From the start to the finish, go hard and we winning is the heart. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 119. 119 of the Heart of a Villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the bearded villains, worldwide brotherhood, and the lives they are changing all over this here world. Guys, happy Thursday night. This is the final, this is the final episode of January 2022. Final episode of 2022. And um, tonight, we are going to talk about a fun little topic that I had to kind of branch off to because uh, something happened, and um, I wanted to do part two tonight of our discussion that we had last week, but um, we're going to push that till next week, and so uh, for a variety of reasons. But what that does is that gives you all, all of you listeners on standard podcast platforms and all of you live to... Get your thinking caps on because you, those of you who are listening right now kind of failed me. <laughs> you kind of failed me a little bit in my request uh, to think back and um, think about some, you know, uh, some new, innovative, cool ways that, um, that we can still continue to do our charity efforts and our BV stuff uh, despite the pandemic stuff that's still going on uh, right now so that we can pivot, so that we can... Uh, be ready in the event that some some part of some event or something has to cancel. So we're still looking for those ideas. And uh, so I, I mentioned it here last week, and um, several of you were all excited about that idea and have failed me last week. So don't do that this week. Get your thinking caps on, reach out, send some messages out, uh, and we're going to continue that discussion for next week, which will be episode 120. We'll be discussing part two of that discussion. So again, this is episode 119, and we're going to ask the question, um, when did beards become so bad? Uh, it's funny because um, I know that when I was considering going back into the workforce, I was looking at all sorts of um, places that you know, the question was, should you have to shave for your interview? Should you have to shave? Should I have to shave down for the interview and, and make it a shorter beard? Should I have to shave completely? Should I really, is that necessary? What about Zoom interviews? What about all the, the virtual interviews that people are doing? Uh, is that necessary? So, you know, it got me thinking back to wonder when in history, when did this thing become a thing that beards were so bad? Uh, if you if you look back to the history books, you, go, you just think of the the men that uh, were highly thought of and respected back through the day, and so many of them uh, back through history had beards or facial hair of some sort. Uh, but then all of a sudden, it just became a non um, a non entity. It just became something that was looked at badly and uh, with negativity. So. We're just going to kind of explore that tonight, have a fun little conversation. Hopefully, those of you who are live here with me tonight are going to be able to chime in and continue in with this conversation with me tonight as we explore some of this uh, some of this idea. Uh, but 
that's that's where we're going to go tonight. So hopefully you guys are going to enjoy this like I would, uh, like I'm looking forward to it. Don't know how long we're going to be on uh, tonight, but hey, we're just going to continue the conversation and see see where it takes us. Let's see where it takes us. Uh, we got we got a couple quotes from some people uh, for our three minute segment coming up in just a few minutes. So uh, that's that's where that's where we're going to take it for episode one nineteen. So I want to do this uh, real quick. We're going to buzz right through some of this merch. We got a couple. A uh, couple new merch items out there, and I was hoping to have a couple more, but the chapters involved were not ready to go, so I'm not going to push them. Uh, but I want to share this real quick. Don't anybody leave because I've got a really cool video, uh, just a real short video, but I want to give mad props to our brothers uh, down in Peru for something they're kind of doing, and it's uh, asking, they're asking for some help if anybody can, can help out. And um, based on what I'm seeing, I can't imagine that it would not that, that it would be it could not be possibly easier for us to help out if they're accepting donations, financial donations anyway. Um, that I think could go a really long way to their efforts. So we'll get to that in just a second. But let's go to some merch items here, guys. <clears throat> so excuse me. Uh, the first one still on the books here: bvnorthernindiana.bigcartel.com. bvnorthernindiana.bigcartel.com. Bearded villains. Northern Indiana chapter patches, the new ones, new and improved, big old five-inch patches. Most of you who got these on the first day that they came out should have them in your hot little hands by now. Most of you should. And uh, hopefully you're all liking them. Uh, It is a five-inch super cool woven patch with a lot of detail in it. So uh, hopefully everybody that did get one of those in so far can speak very highly to those. Anybody else, we still have some. Uh, we ordered more this time around, so they didn't sell out. So people could get uh, multiples, and people that didn't get them the first time um, would obviously want these because I think they're much, much better detail. So $12 at bvnorthernindiana.bigcartel.com. Moving on, moving on. I believe I forgot to double check this. So I'm sorry if anybody is here from New York Upstate or knows, you could probably tell me. Uh, New York Upstate villains had their hoodies. Uh, thirty-three to thirty-five dollars. Uh, thirty-three to thirty-five dollars. I'm not sure again if these are uh, also available. The winter beanie they had a pre-sale up there. Uh, all of that's available at the BV New York Upstate Spelled out BV New York Upstate If you're interested in that stuff, not sure if it's still out there. Bearded Villains Alberta, uh, once again, this will be the last time I probably have this on here because I try to keep things fresh and I, I don't want to linger uh, with stuff on here. Uh, I've had a few of these chapters on here for quite some time, so I don't know how often uh, or how much they may still have left if they do. Bearded Villains Alberta with their newly refined logo, $12 Canadian, $14 elsewhere. Really cool logo. Um, I got to see one of those on video the other day. It looked really cool. just as cool as it does in this picture. Very cool. All right, Nash Vegas is coming up. BV Tennessee. BV Tennessee. They are doing a weekend stay at a very nice hotel if you're going to Nash Vegas. <clears throat> Two nights. Uh, the raffle is right now you can buy a ticket for $5. And I believe this uh, graphic that I have on here says that the drawing will take place January 31st, but I've also been told since that it's maybe February 1st. Anyway, if you're interested and you're going to Nash Vegas, why not throw in a couple extra bucks there? Uh, for the chance to stay at a really nice hotel. Most of us can cancel the hotel re- arrangements that you currently have uh, if you were the, to be the winner of this one. So uh, that could be a very cool uh, add-on to your weekend if you're interested. So 
And then also the Nash Vegas shirts are available. This will be the last time I talk about these because that's only a couple of days away. Nash Vegas six shirt is on presale. Ends the 31st, 15 to $20, depending on your size. And that's where you go. Go to the Boys in Tennessee, BVTN, for further information on those. <clears throat> then also Bearded Villains North Texas. Bearded Villains North Texas has the LSV5 shirts still on presale, and those are going off this week. Presale ends the 28th. Available at NorthTexasVillains.BigCartel.com. Those are the LSV5 shirts with the with the phrase, come hell or high water on the back of them. Very cool. And then also, uh, still available, the Bearded Villains Wales Beardiff Ticket Bundle. 2022 Ticket Bundle for the Wales chapter doing, they are running Beardiff 2022. Their tickets for £30 include a ticket, a limited edition patch, T-shirt, a drink voucher, they also have a ticket-only option available, but it's not a whole lot less. So why wouldn't you get all the good stuff with it if you're interested? Um, hit up our Wales Brothers Bearded Villains Wales, the Welsh chapter over there, for, for the uh, information on Bearded 2022. Then also, we talked about it last week, uh, Miami. Miami's been on the, been on the hook a bit. Uh, they have a T-shirt and a hat they've dropped off. <clears throat> bv305-shop.myshopify.com. It's a lot of words. bv305-shop.myshopify.com for the for the hat and the shirt. The hat is 25, the shirt is 22 and up depending on your size, I'm guessing. So if you're interested in those, check them out as well. And then finally tonight, this came out today. I believe this is the first time I saw this today. The Maryland Originals are coming out with some OG gear. OG gear. Now, I saw this on our brother, on one of our brothers uh, that likes to chat with us live. I won't let him. I won't hang him out to dry here. Um, but, but one of our brothers was showing this off on some pictures and maybe even was wearing this hat the other day uh, when we were chatting on a live stream. And, boy, I said, that's pretty cool. Are those things going to be for sale or just for you OGs, just for you guys in Maryland? And he said, nope, it's going to be for sale. And sure enough, here it is. So they got a black and a red OG hat, both $30. Then they got two different hoodies, black and gray. The shirts are $30. I mean, I'm sorry, the hats are $30. And the hoodies with this very cool OG logo, $45. Available at MarylandOriginals.BigCartel.com. All right, guys, those are the chapter merches that I've got so far. If for some reason you have something that I do not have on the books, please let me know. Please let me know. All right, I'm going to go back through and uh, make sure I didn't miss any miss anybody's comments here. Um, they're asking specific questions about anything. LSV five. I saw a question. When is LSV? Uh, that when are the LSV dates? I believe it's the twenty fifth to the twenty seventh of February. I believe is the dates for that. All right. So, um, guys, I came across on Instagram the other day, and I hope you guys really enjoy this. I, I mean, this this kind of stuff. I hate to say it, but it's true. Um, this kind of stuff goes overlooked here in the states. 
I don't know if it, it's that case all over the world in other parts, um, but there are many of our chapters that um, they they live in and they help out some very very impoverished areas, um, and it's not something that a lot of times we in the states see firsthand like this. And so I really appreciated the uh, sharing of a video from our brothers in Peru about a charity uh, effort that they have taken up. And I wanted to, I actually pulled up their Instagram uh, posting of it here and had to do the Google, tra- or had to do the translation for it. So as I play this little video, does I took the sound off of it, um, but you can go find it if you want to, if you understand uh, the lingo, but obviously I don't speak the language. So hearing the over talk, I couldn't, didn't help me much. But I want to share this with you guys, and I'm going to tell you about it uh, as it's going through and what they're doing. Um, so this was shared on their on their IG. Uh, help us to help. They said, Beardavillans Peru starts the activities of 2022 with a new case. Again, we are looking to help the common pot, Jose Olaya. I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation, uh, located in Pamplona, Alta. Uh, this common pot serves approximately 120 people between breakfast and lunch, Monday through Friday. Unfortunately, they don't have a means of support other than donations. And so how cool is this? If you look at what this is, this is basically a, I'll play this back again for you guys. Um, It's basically a food pantry, what we would think of here. But whereas they don't, where they're they're not coming and getting store-bought items or packaged items, they're they're coming and bringing a bowl and filling up for the day, um, or they're coming and fill, filling up for the meal, and that's best from what I from what I can gather from this. And uh, approximately 120 people this feeds um, between breakfast and lunch Monday through Friday uh, daily. So very 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 cool stuff, guys. And I'm 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 hoping uh, I didn't see it in their post. But if there's anything that you think that you could possibly do to help out, if that means uh, PayPal, if there's another means that we could possibly send some money uh, to them, if you're interested, I would love, if anybody knows, I don't know if, if uh, Puzzle knows, um, I don't know. Christian, if you're, I see you're on here right now, Christian. Thank you so much. Um, Christian, maybe you can tell us uh, in here if there's a way that we can donate if we're interested, because I know... And and I know in different countries, money goes, you know, a, a lot further in certain areas. And when you're talking about uh, the food items that are here in this this one pot, um, these, I, I can't imagine that, you know, $10, if, if people can donate five or 10 bucks, I can't imagine that that wouldn't go a long way. So if there's a way for us to donate, please let us know. And I'll make sure I get get the word out too because this is one of those cool things. Um, it says info will be on the chapter's bio. Okay, so go to the chapter bio um, on in, on Instagram uh, for our Peru chapter, and that that's that's really cool stuff. Um, and like I said, this is one of those things where it doesn't have to be you're buying a T-shirt. It doesn't have to be you're buying a patch to support something. This is. An, this is an opportunity for us to come together and help out another chapter's efforts. Just we're, we're 
so they don't have to worry about trying to make sure proceeds of something go somewhere. This could be all, all on. So, uh, right there. So very cool stuff. I, I have, I absolutely had to share that tonight, uh, with everybody. So congrats, Christian, and you guys, uh, down in Peru. I know there's other chapters doing things like this, but sometimes they don't share it and that's fine. But like I said, sharing gets the word out. And a lot of times, um, we can maybe get some people to help out and in some odd ways or some unique ways. Uh, as we said, topic of what's going to be going on part two for next week. What a teaser that is, huh? <laughs> Didn't even mean for that to happen. <laughs> All right, guys. So more info is at the chapters IG at Bearded Villains Peru. There it is. There it is. All right. Well, guys, so let's 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 scroll on here. Uh, we've already had some good uh, good conversation um, with people asking the question or uh, people answering the question in their opinions. Uh, when did beards become so bad? And I, I kind of reached out. I was just kind of brainstorming, just you know, kind of randomly with some people earlier on uh, chat and one of my brothers here locally in my chapter. Um, he he said, you know, maybe talk about um, the bearded presidents or the history of beards or something like that. And I said, well, I was actually that was the only one of the thoughts that I was thinking about doing was the uh, history of beards and why, when beards became bad because for for so long they were good, and it made me think, um, when did when who was our last? He even asked me. He said, when when was our last bearded president? And I wonder if anybody knows that without Googling it. Um, I actually did know it. Um, I didn't think I was right, but my first guess was right. And the reason is because he's actually a long-lost long lost relative of mine. And the funny thing is, of course, it's funny. Probably just about everybody you know that's whose family um, was here in the States that would possibly date back to the 1700s or 1800s, most claim that they're related to a president anyway. I've heard that from so many people you know. They're, oh, there's a president in my history and in my family tree. But uh, my uh, mother, I think it was, that she traced it back, But or my aunt, uh, my mom's aunt maybe. <clears throat> anyway, that's irrelevant how it happened. But the um, it got me thinking, and the the most recent one – with a full beard, with a full beard, was actually Benjamin Harrison. Benjamin Harrison, and the it's funny you look back on. Uh, we really haven't had that many presidents that did have beards, really. And uh, I'm gonna kick this up. This will be the first time. Pay attention, boys and girls. This is the first time I've ever done this on a live stream. Bring in. The internet. Boom. How fancy is that? <laughs> How fancy am I getting? Look at me. So scrolling through here, it's kind of funny because this is, of course, Wikipedia. And as I scroll through here, we've got a few presidents that uh, didn't have a beard. They didn't have a mustache, but they had <laughs> uh, sideburns. And that's all they had which, you know, whatever, the mutton chops, whatever you want to call them. Uh, John Quincy Adams had those. 
and Martin Van Buren, same thing, had those. Then Zachary Taylor, also our first true president with a beard, was actually Abraham Lincoln. Was actually Abraham Lincoln, our first president that actually had a beard. Then, of course, Grant. Of course, that was the Civil War days where men were men. And uh, he had a beard. Rutherford B. Hayes had a beard. These are not the the presidents that, that just jump off your tongue unless you're uh, thinking about historical events, specific historical events. Uh, so it's kind of funny. But um, other than, of course, Lincoln. But Grant, very cool. James Garfield had a full beard. Chester A. Arthur. Chester A. Arthur. Um, Chester A. Arthur is funny because he had the mustache and the sideburns, but no beard. So that was the style of that day. The <laughs> Chester Arthur had no beard, but he had the mustache and the sideburns connected. Grover Cleveland, no beard, but he only had the mustache. And then we get into this last, the last one, of course, um, Benjamin Harrison uh, serving till 1901. Um, Benjamin Harrison, or I'm sorry, he was president till uh, 1893, till 1893. But he had, he was the last one again with the full beard. And look at that. You can, you can just see the family resemblance between he and I, right? <laughs> no, I, I know that's not the case. You can't really see it, but maybe if I take a black and white photo of myself, maybe. Um, <laughs> so Benjamin Harrison was our last one. Then we get into uh, Roosevelt, Taft. Those two only had mustaches. And here's what I found very funny. Um, looking to the, the true nature and how realistic and, and truthful Wikipedia can sometimes be. They listed Harry Truman as having a beard. I have never, I have never seen any image of Harry Truman with a beard. I had to actually search long and hard to find any picture. And there is a picture where he's on the cover of like Life magazine with a white, very thin, almost looks like a goatee, not a beard, not a full beard. Um, and I don't know when that was taken of him, but. Uh, all of his pictures, all of his pictures in suits, and suits when he's in the office didn't, I don't remember ever seeing anything with a, with a beard, but some of our most respected leaders of the day, back in the day, in the turn of the century, in 1900s anyway, um, in the 1800s, they had beards, they had beards, but at, at some point, at some point it became taboo. It became uh, suspect. I don't know if that would be the correct word, but something happened, and um, it. Then we. I don't know what 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 do you guys think? Uh, those of you who are here live, maybe you can offer up some. Maybe you can offer up some uh, opinions as to what happened and why, because now it's yes, Dave. Um, Mr. Ramsey was very, he was right that tattoos have obviously, tattoos definitely have become more mainstream. But what's funny is there are actually, I think, because you can cover up tattoos um, in the workforce, but even there are some jobs obviously that still allow it, but there are some that don't care what tattoos you have. They just ask that you kind of cover them up with either sleeves or something else. But it's funny because I think, I think there are some 
avenues where tattoos are acceptable, but beards still aren't. And I, I just, I find that so strange. Here we are in 2022, 2022, 122 years after the 19th, the, the turn of 18 to 1900s and a time when the beards were respected. And here we are 122 years later and there are still many jobs, many of the quote unquote professional jobs that don't allow them for, for whatever reason. And I know that that emergency services is one area where you don't usually see is one where you don't usually see beards. And I, I understand that, but um, because I know that the emergency nature of it, um, I know that there are, uh, there are aspects to emergency services jobs where if you have to wear a mask of some sort to either protect you from something, and I'm talking about a gas mask or something like that, um, or a ventilator or something. Um, there's reasons. Obviously, it doesn't fit. There's you can't get a tight seal. But for most of the jobs out there that don't have that requirement, I'm just it, it doesn't seem to make sense to me that there's a real a, a real good reason why. And what's funny is if you ask, if you go back and you ask some of the people that work at these places why they don't allow beards, or if you have a beard, it has to be what they consider to be neatly kept, which means it's a baby beard. It's just past scruff. Um, it's, it's funny because they don't have a reason behind it. It's just, it's one of those policies. It's kind of like, well, that's always the way it's been. And, but that to me has never held up. I've never understood that whole argument of this is just the way it's been. Um, (laughs) I, I fight that, I will fight that forever because if there's no good reason why you need to keep it that way, and there's plenty of good reasons why it should not be status quo, then why not change it? Why not change it for the better? And I think we've reached a time in our world where a lot of that is, it just, it doesn't seem to make sense to keep keep rules in place and policies in place that have no bearing on anything that don't have any bearing on your job performance. And it's simply because of some person's antiquated idea of what a beard may represent. Nikki, I like what she said. I feel like all these jobs, careers that require you to have no beard, like sports and military where it's made you look clean cut and uniform beards, like tattoos where people judge with their little rolly eyes. Yeah. True. I understand if there's a, I even understand a little bit of it if it's a uniformity thing where maybe they want you to shave it because we're going to have pictures. Maybe they want you to shave it because uh, it's a special event and everybody needs to look uniform. But for the most part, you know, if, if you work in an office, what, where, where does it hurt for you to have a beard any length you want if you keep it clean if you keep it, if you keep it combed and it looks decent, it's not somebody's opinion of they don't like long beards. It's does it look okay, or is it do you look disheveled? Do you look like you just came you know off of a park bench uh, and haven't showered in four days, five days, six days? I can understand if that's the case, but as long as that's not the case, I don't understand. 
I've reached out to a few people. I unfortunately didn't get um, some responses back, but I know one industry that you don't see them is um, that's considered professional is look at your, look at all the people on TV. Look at all the people on TV. Um, your, even the people that are in sports, in the sports industry that are actually not players that get interviewed, but the people that are the, the, the actual reporters, look at those guys, look at the people who are your weathermen, your local weathermen. Look at the people that are your local news anchors. Nobody, most of them have policies. I actually reached out to uh, a friend of mine and who lo- who works locally here at a news station, and he told me that uh, I joked around with him about, um, you know, the the position they had a position open for one of the people that goes out and does local news stories. You have to take your ca- the camera with you. You basically set it up yourself. You know how that works. And I asked him about that. I was like, "Hey, would that be a fun that'd be a fun gig?" And he's like, "Yeah, but you'd have to shave." And I'm like. But why? That's just the way it is. Why though? It's just the way it is. I, <laughs> you know, it's funny. He's he even knows because he's been out to bearded villain events with us, to charity efforts with us, and so he knows what we are about and what we stand for. And he even he even laughs at the idea. Um, you know, he's allowed to have like a little bit of scruff that doesn't really show, but. You can't if you're on camera. You can't have that stuff, and it's basically policy wide at some of these places. Um, I just I don't understand it. It's one of those things that, to me, you know, uh, just doesn't seem to make sense. And what's funny is somebody in here I can't remember who. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Ricardo made a good point. You can always uh, play the religion card nowadays, but the the thing is that I understand that to an extent. But why should we have to? Why should we have to? It's it's your personal preference on the way that you want to look. It's the way you want to represent yourself. It's an individual choice that you make. Just like somebody's hairstyle. Just like, you know, whether somebody wants to put on makeup or not. It's it's your individual choice. Uh, so to me, it's, it's never seemed to make much sense um, unless you are in a specific job type where... Not that it's unprofessional, but that it's unsafe. But there are many other ways around certain things as well. There are some. I know there are some people that work in the uh, food industry where they say you can't have beards, but you know what? They have nets that you can put on. Um, there's different things that you can do. But yeah, radar even speak. Yeah, he's been there. He knows. Um, re- military has religious and medical reasons you can keep one. Sure, but you shouldn't have to claim the medical or the the, the religious reasons, like I said. Um, but, you know, it's funny. There's, yeah, Nikki, good point. There's no reason sports players shouldn't have one and they're seen as, all, they're all seen as role models. Yeah, to an extent, and should we necessarily be thinking of them as role models? I know we shouldn't be, but we do um, in many cases. But, those that come on that are the players that will come on for interviews or that once their season's over, they, they become like a extra interviewee uh, where they come on board. Th- those, you see them sometimes. But generally speaking, the people that are your anchors on ESPN, the ones that are your anchors on Fox, the ones that 
bring you the football games, the, the all the different um, the different sports out there, the ones that broadcast those. You just don't see it. It's not out there, and I don't I don't understand it. Um, I think it's high time, but I you know that 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 that, that trend changes. I just wish. I just wish that you would have an answer more than it's unprof- it's it's unprofessional in our eyes. Well, how? Or it's just the way it's been. That's the answer you get more often than not. Is it's just the way it's been. It's just the way it's been. Mar said, "I think it has a trend many years ago, and then the trend changed." I'm sorry, and the trend changed. Uh, and beards were associated with motorcycle clubs like Hell's Angels. I think this is when it got a bad rap. Now they're cool again. Well, they're hip again. They're kind of cool again. But there's, I mean, I understand that part of it. But yeah, it's if you want to work a, a, prof, a job in a professional setting, they still don't accept them. What's what's a bit, what's been very interesting though? We've had we've had this this kind of a little bit of a transformation with COVID. Because so many people are working from home now. So many people are working from home that didn't work from home before. And many, many employers are realizing, you know what? We can, this whole section over here in our office building, they can do this from home, what they're doing. There's no need for us to have it. So they're saving some money by letting people work from home and they can still get out of them what they were doing before. But I've even heard from some of those people who are working from home who occasionally have to chime in and get on a video call and whatnot that they can have and wear whatever they want while they're working, but once a week they have to shave because they have to be clean shaven on a video call. A video call from your house. (laughs) A video call from your house. I mean, <laughs> you're not, it's not a job that requires you to go somewhere uh, to work in an office building setting. And yet they're still telling you what you can wear and how you can wear your facial hair if you want to. I, 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 I don't get that. I don't, I don't get it at all. Um, but yeah, radar, good point. Not religious, but respectful enough. Not to use uh, use that to keep my beard. Went through it with my last job at a hospital. I just told them uh, no until it was mandatory, and it never was. Yeah, you know it's it's funny. There are people, and I'm one of them. I'm one of them uh, that I decided when I started putting my applications back out. And actually, um, I for a very short time, most of you know that uh, back in 2017, I retired from uh, the police department after 20 years. And I decided like day one, actually a couple days before I retired, uh, before my last day of work, I stopped shaving. And I just started letting the thing grow. And I haven't looked back since. I haven't shaved fully, the full beard since uh, that time. And I decided if I ever go back to work, if I ever go decide, I mean, stay-at-home dad was awesome, but eventually, you know, you get that pull, you want to work again. And so a few a few years ago, after being home for a couple of years, it seemed like the right time. And I went ahead and started applying for some places and every place there were actually some people that suggested to me, you might want to shave your beard, not all the way off, but really short just for your interviews. And I was like, no, that's not me. 
that's not who I am. And I'm not going to shave then and then possibly get a job and then have to deal with it later to say, hey, uh, by the way, I, I'm going to grow this thing out. Well, no, you're not. Okay, well, then why am I here to begin with? So I let them see me from the get-go. And every place that I – there were two or three places that I did interview with that asked about it. And I asked them about it. Do you have a policy against it? Well, normally we don't really have anybody right now that has a full beard like that or the one that's that long. And I said, well, is there a policy against it? Well, there's a policy that says it has to be short and neatly kept. And I'm like, well, what? why is there a reason for that? And uh, obviously I didn't get those jobs, but I was willing to pass on a job um, because I felt that I should be able to do what I want to do as far as my facial hair. Now, I understand there is an argument for people to say, well, if you have that, you know, if you're able to do that, you can make that choice. Not everybody can make that choice financially. I understand that. I don't want to get into that argument. That's a different thing altogether. But if you have, if you have it, if you have the wherewithal to make that decision, um, you shouldn't have to make that choice. Do I want to work or not work based on whether I want to shave or not? Um, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, Daniel, you're right. All about ownership. Whoever is in charge sets the rules and certain, uh, certain look they're going for, if any at all. True, I, and I know that he who he who owns the you know he who owns it makes the rules and and that's fine. That's their choice. I just don't. I, I'll just choose not to work for those if that's the case. Uh, but I've I've noticed as I've started going back through, you know, a few different employers that. I wonder, I'm curious, maybe I, I, maybe I could work there. Maybe I could work there. Maybe I could work. And it's, it's funny because so many of the jobs where it's, where it's okay now, they are home-based jobs. And even, I even did, I won't, I won't bring it back up, but it's funny because if you go back and Google just out of curiosity, if you're one of those that's in the job market and you're curious about beards, if if they if they allow your beard or what jobs you can actually Google of course you can Google anything but you can Google you know what jobs allow beards or which jobs don't allow beards I did both of those searches today and it was funny because every job that there there was an article I read that was like the best jobs for having a beard if you want to have a beard the best jobs out there and. <laughs> Every one of the jobs that this article listed was a job that was either specifically a home-based job or it was a job where you are your own boss. Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, how much effort did that article take? <laughs> hmm. You mean I get to keep my beard if I'm my own boss? <laughs> of course. But that was the that was the gist of the article that I that I kind of laughed at because I thought here we are in 2022, and in some cases, in many cases, the only way you can keep a beard at work is if you are your own boss so that you can set the terms. If you're a sole proprietor where it's your own business and you're the only employee, or you find one of those lucky jobs that just doesn't care about your beard or how long it is. I just think it's funny that we've come to a time in 2022, where it's still an issue. It's still an issue that you're not supposed to have a beard at certain jobs. 
where there's no real good reason why you can't. And it's, it's interesting. Uh, we are a beard club. <laughs> we are bearded men. We are a bunch of bearded men. And it's, we obviously choose to live a life of having a beard. And part of that decision has brought us to the bearded villains. And boy, wouldn't it be cool if you could go into a job and you could go into that interview and go, first thing I want to show you, yes, here's a list of all my qualifications. So you know I'm qualified for this job. That's why I'm here for the interview. But let me show you this first. And you show them a video of what the bearded villains are. You show them a video of the bearded villains and all of the charity work that they do. And you show them that this is why I choose what I choose. And not to put too harsh a spin on it, but this is why I will choose the bearded villains over this job if I need to. I want to come work for you. Obviously, I'm here. I want to come work for you. That is, a, a, that is an option for me. But the bearded villains are my life. The bearded villains are my family. And I will choose them over this job any day of the week. Wouldn't it be nice if you can feel, because I know, knowing what I know now, 100%, that is what I would be doing. If I go back on the job market again, and I get to the point where I have an interview, I will go into that interview prepared with my iPad, and I will sit down, and while I'm talking to them, I will take control of the interview for a minute simply to say this is what I'm about. You want to know what kind of a person you're going to be hiring. You want to know where I feel about loyalty and what I feel about compassion. You want to know where my heart is. This right here, this is not job related. You have my qualifications. You can see that I can do this job. But if you want to know the kind of person that you're, that you're willing, that you could possibly hire and you want to question why I choose to have a beard the way I do this right here, please watch. And you can show them a video of the bearded villains and what we do and what we represent and what we stand for. That's something that I would do. And that's something that I would encourage all of you to do. If you are looking at transitioning into a job 
if you are looking at moving up in the ranks of your job, getting promoted, if you are looking at any point in your life where there can be a potential change in your circumstance and a condition is set before you to say, no, we, you, we, can't, we can't have those beards. We can't have that beard. I would hope that you would feel comfortable to say, this is what we're about. This is why I have a choice to stay with my beard. This is why I want to keep my beard. And it's not a matter of, the easy answer then would be, well, there's other charitable, there's other philanthropic organizations you can belong to that do charity work. Yes, there are. Absolutely there are. I could go be a member of some exchange club. I could be a member of the Lions Club or whatever it is that you have out there. Sure you could. But the Bearded Villains is not just a club. The Bearded Villains is not just a philanthropic charity organization. It's only one part of what the Bearded Villains do. This is a brotherhood. This is a family. And you're asking me to choose this job over my family, over my brotherhood. And that I will not do. Now, I would love to work for you. I would love to be able to represent you and let you have an employee that works for you that stands for this, that stands for compassion, charity, and everything that we are about. But that is ultimately your choice. This is not my choice. You can fire, you can you can decide to hire some other employee. You can decide to choose somebody else who you'll never really know what they are about and what they stand for. I'm showing you right now, day one, I'm showing you right now what I stand for. You don't have to ask. You'll know. I just think that would be cool to do. And I look forward to the opportunity when I'm able to do that one day. And it won't be a situation where I'm nervous about the job. I will walk in there, and I hope I hope this is something that other people would consider. Obviously, everybody's family is different. Everybody's financial circumstances are different. You have to be willing, I think, you have to be willing to have the confidence in yourself and your abilities to walk into an interview ready to walk out of that interview if you're not ready for it, if you don't feel right about it. You have to feel confident that you can say, nope, I don't need this job. I want this job. I don't need it. And I would love to work for you. But I am a bearded villain.
So I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> guys, that was a lot of fun. Um, you guys were, were great in the comment section here. Um, <laughs> thank you very much, Mars. <laughs> BP, you're hired, he says. Um, yeah, it's that's where it's at. That's where it's at. It's an interesting conversation for us to continue to have. I would be very interested to hear from any of you guys out there, if you are considering a job, if you are considering uh, further employment somewhere or moving up to the ranks at your current employer, and it becomes an issue, it becomes a question whether you should or you shouldn't have to. I would love to hear that somebody says, you know what, BP, I did this. I put a video on, I made a little, I made a little two minute video showing the works and the different things that our chapter has done and that I've been involved in since I became a bearded villain. And they loved it. They loved it. That's what it comes down to. And just think for a second, you could be, you could be that first spoke in the wheel that changes things too. It might be one of those things where they realize that they have some outdated antiquated policy that whose time has come for a change. And nobody has taken the the leap, had the courage to stand up for it and say, no. So looking forward to it. Um, I hope somebody does that. And if nobody else does it, guys, it's going to be me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it one day. Um, I'm going to do it one day. <laughs> Radar. Random beards unite. Yes. Absolutely. Random beards unite. Um, yeah, Mr. War says, shaved five-ish years ago for a job. Didn't get the job. Refused to do that, <laughs> to do any of that again. Yeah, truthfully, there's so many stories you hear from our brothers that say, I got a job interview. I got to shave for it. And then, you know, two years of beard growth is gone. A year of beard growth. Everybody's go at different, different, at different intervals and takes different time frames. But, you know, and then you don't get the job. Um, that's, you know, my wife, it was funny because my wife had asked me during my, during the few places that I had applied for, or should you shave? You can always grow it back. Can you shave it? And I, I said, what I said to her was, yes, I could shave it, but I'm not going to shave it for the, for a question. I'm not going to shave it for the wonderment of, you know, if they decide that they want me to trim it down, then I consider it but I'm not going to do it just for the interview. Well, knowing what I know now, feeling the way that I know now, and feeling the way that I feel now, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. It's my choice, and I choose. I'm not going to work for a company that tells me I have to have my beard a certain length. And that's my choice, just as it is their choice. But... They're going to make a superficial decision about a random employee rather than the choice to take a qualified employee and somebody who could really add to the company and add to the culture, and that will be their choice. So just something to think about, guys. Um, you know, it's uh, I, I just wanted to bring that on tonight and uh, just, you know, Cover that. Talk about beards. 
And why, why is it that they became so bad? I know there's, there's a psychological end of it too, where people say that they became sinister. Um, I, I completely discount with as many beard companies out there that are, that, that sell beard products, uh, beard soaps, beard, everything. I mean, <laughs> heck, if you go to a target store now, they have an area that's devoted to beard care. That's even larger than most other areas combined in the uh, personal care area. So it is what it is. Time, time has changed. And yes, a beard is more readily, uh, you know, it's, it's more readily accepted unless you try to go to a professional job setting, it seems like. So never again, never again. I am a bearded villain for a reason. I am a bearded villain, and that's what I choose to be. And uh, job is not going to tell me that I have to change that. So anyway, all right, guys, thanks so much for staying with me here. Um, I did want to include, I didn't get to it yet, um, our quotes, the three minute, the three inspiring minutes, right? Um, <laughs> the three inspiring minutes that we added to the podcast, this little segment here. Uh, this week, the three inspiring minutes was uh, presidents with facial hair. Presidents with facial hair. So I found two quotes from two presidents that were known for their facial hair. And so I just thought it was nice. Uh, these quotes kind of stuck out when I was looking through some quotes. I thought, you know what? These these were true. These were as true back in the early 1900s as they are today. And sometimes it takes us revisiting some of those things. Uh, so three minutes on that clock. The first one, of course, let's go back to Teddy Roosevelt with that amazing, amazingly thick mustache. Now, what's funny is, by today's standards, <laughs> or in the 70s, we would refer to that as a porn stash, but boy, he wore that thing well. I don't know if it was the monocle that added to it um, or not, but boy, uh, super cool, thick mustache old Teddy had. But Teddy said, nothing in the world is worth... Now, I'm going to interrupt myself. This is kind of funny because um, I think, Radar, you're going to get a kick out of this, especially, and so will... Anybody else that kind of jumped into the conversation recently where people were burning uh, a certain article of clothing or any article of clothing from a certain company and that whole thing started off? <laughs> this one kind of make this is part of the reason this made me laugh so hard. Uh, but but uh, Teddy said, nothing in the world is worth having or worth doing unless it means effort, pain, and difficulty. I have never in my life envied a human being who led an easy life. So what I was what I was referring to about the the product actually goes back to the other one, the the Benjamin Harrison quote that I have on here. But I love that because let's talk about let's let's think about generational time time differences and the way that people are looked at now. So many people now, if people hear about somebody's job and it's interpreted by that person as an easy job, a job where they really don't have to exert a whole lot of physical effort. People are like, Oh, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. You can, 
you can stay home and work. You're so lucky you don't have to work a piece of machinery or something like that. Um, this is funny because think about this for a second. Back in the early 1900s, our president had the work ethic and the, the mindset to say that. Nothing in the world is worth having or doing or worth doing unless it means effort, pain, difficulty. I have never in my life envied a human being who led an easy life. Man, times have changed. <laughs> times have changed. I love that though. I love that. I'll go back to that and read that all the time. I've never in my life envied a human being who led an easy life. Such great words. And then to go back to this whole thing about the the products and where people are, you know, getting rid of their things and burning different things because of some uh, woke mentality or some belief system thing here. This is kind of funny because it goes to that a little bit. Benjamin Harrison said, I pity the man who wants a coat so cheap that the man or woman who produces the cloth will starve in the process. Think about that. Think about those words. This actually extrapolated, this, this thought goes even further. This can be, this, this brings it home. You're, you start thinking of local business. You think of the mom and pop shop where you have two employees and it's a family-owned restaurant, a family-owned business who's barely scraping by. Go to those places. The, 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 the brother who's doing a startup business, who's trying to work and do a job for himself because the only way that he can get by right now is to own his own business and start a, do a startup business. Go to those people. I pity the man who wants a coat so cheap that the man or woman who produces the cloth will starve in the process. Yes, we don't want to have to pay any more than we have to for a certain item. But if it means that I know wholeheartedly that I'm buying something of value, it's a quality item, and it might cost more. But to do that... I know that I'm supporting this family. I'm supporting these employees. I'll do that any day of the week. And I hope you guys would too. That just stuck with me when I saw that one. I pity the man who wants a coat so cheap that the man or woman who produced the cloth will starve in the process. Deep, 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 deep thoughts there. Deep thoughts. Well, that was more than three minutes, but... That was three minutes with presidents with facial hair, guys. <laughs> All right. So we've had a great discussion here. Uh, it's been a lot of fun for me talking about this kind of stuff with episode 119. Boy, <clears throat> we've been flying along. So going back to, <clears throat> excuse me, um, talking a little bit about uh, what I just said, uh, companies, mom and pop companies started by some of our brothers. Uh, here we go. If you are looking for an all-natural beard oil that will not only tame your beard and coarse hairs, but make your beard soft and smell amazing, check out Pulpo Beard Oils. Veteran-owned and made for today's beards, Pulpo Beard Products combine the best beard ingredients on the market with incredible customer service to ensure your happiness. Whether you need beard wash, beard oil, beard balm, or some fun clothing, 
Pulpo is the place to go. Feel fresh, feel savage, feel confident with Pulpo Beard Oils. Go to Pulpo Beard Oils, that's P-U-L-P-O, beardoils.com, and use the code THEHEARTOFAVILLAIN for a discount on your order. All right, guys. Sorry, I had to take a break there to, while I was playing. I had to blow my nose. I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling fine, though, so don't worry about that. Well, hey, um, I want to get into our calendar of events, but first I want to thank you guys so much um, for being here, taking some time out on a Thursday night. Um, yeah, thanks so much for being here, for listening live. Everybody else that's listening on our normal podcast platform, please don't think that I forget about you. Um I actually create a separate version of this, uh, trim down the audio a little bit for you guys. And um, yeah, I, I really appreciate you guys, especially you guys that have been here since the beginning. I know Jess has been one of those. Many of you guys here that are here with the live stream is one of the, or those people as well. So I, I, like I said, I cannot thank you guys enough. So let's get into it. All right, guys. Our calendar of events. Kicking off this weekend, January 29th, Beards by the Bay presents the West Coast Bearded Mustache Championships. The West Coast Bearded Mustache Championships in Mill Valley, California. This is a non-specific BV event, but it's a beard event, and we are mentioning those. January 29th, Beards by the Bay. The West Coast Bearded Mustache Championships. Then February 25th to the 27th. February 25th to the 27th. LSV5. It's the return to North Texas. LSV5. They have a meet and greet on Friday at the Riverbottom Pub. They got live music and the beard competition on Saturday night. That's LSV5, February 25th to the 27th. March 4th through the 6th is Nash Vegas. Hit up our brothers in Tennessee for further information on that. It's always an incredible weekend. Nash Vegas. They got a meet and greet Friday night. They got stuff on Saturday. The beard competition. It's always, uh, you know, you know, you know, you know. All right. April 1st through the 3rd is DSV6, San Antonio, Texas. I'm rolling through these a little quick because we know about them. May 6th through the 8th is Beardo de Mayo, are hosted by our brothers in Ohio. Ohio. Beardo de Mayo in Ohio, May 6th through the 8th. Ah, that's going to be a good time. I'm glad they got the details out there for that one. Hit up our Heartland Originals, boys. May 6th through the 8th, Bearded de Mayo. And then June 10th through the 12th is West Coast Meet in Seattle, Washington, brought to you by the West and East Washington BV Chapters. All right, guys, that is that. My recording time is running out. <laughs> I forgot to reset something. <laughs> but, hey, that's our calendar of events for this week. Guys, Thanks so much for being here again. That's going to wrap up episode 119 of The Heart of a Villain. Remember, you can still buy those shirts, patches, pins, all that good stuff at theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. Theheartofavillain.simplecast.com is also where you're going to listen to all previous 118 of these episodes. Guys, as I say every weekend, the most important words I say, it's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. So, guys, have a great night. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the week ahead. I'll see you back here next week, next Thursday, for episode 120. Thanks. Every bro, every chapter, every caption. Part of a villain, bro, lights, camera, action.